Live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, here's Mike Steely and Parker Thune. Here we are on a Wednesday. How is everybody? Uh, therapy session uh, number three today, right here on the radio on uh, the Home of Sooner Fans, the Ref Radio Network. Parker, what's happening? Uh, there's some things happening, right? I'm so tired, Mike. You know what? I was telling everybody that I think I've had maybe 12 hours sleep since uh, Sunday nights, and I... Uh, I go to bed, I start toss, tossing and turning, and I get angry every time. Now, you, I, I don't know, I, I'm sure you're disappointed. I don't know how angry you are, but I know you're working like crazy trying to get the inside and the inside information. I know you were on uh, on uh, Twitter space last night, right? For That's right. what, like seven hours uh, or something? I was not on for near that long. I dropped in for about two of those seven and a half hours. But uh, Still, man. Yeah. Shout out to OU superfan Travis Davidson, tremendous human being. I've got yeah, the pleasure he's a good of dude. getting to know him. Is he going to get his smokers back? I hope so, man. He he deserves his smokers well, Lincoln back. Lincoln Riley's least, been but... stealing everything else, right? So <laughs> why wouldn't he take the smokers and run? Oh, stinking Lincoln. Yes, the... Uh, the mule shoe weasel, the life and times of the man who is now the number one sports villain in state history. Mike, this coaching search has only lasted for 72 hours, and I'm already just completely drained. Like, yeah. I, don't, I, real, I feel for beat reporters and insiders all across the country who have to deal with coaching searches that last multiple weeks because I would be about at the point where I'm just ready to bang my head against yeah, the wall. Yeah, absolutely. All right, and uh, we keep hearing Brent Venables. We also now, Matt Rule's been thrown out there. Yeah, A lot of people mm-hmm. think that may be the smokescreen. Dan Lanning, the Georgia defensive coordinator, working under uh, Kirby Smart. They've obviously been the best team in college football. Um, I'm hearing maybe today, maybe tonight, the basketball game. You know, the Sooners are taking on Florida tonight, 7 o'clock at the LNC. And they're honoring Lon Kruger at halftime. And let's say you wanted to bring a coach out, you know, at some point during the game. Lon would probably say, yeah, we we can postpone this. You know, even though they're playing Florida, that's the kind of guy that Lon Kruger is. Lon Kruger, a man of integrity, honor, (laughs) valor. Courage, you can count on that man. I love Lon Kruger to death. The mule shoe weasel, you cannot. I got to read you this from the message board. So obviously, um, I've received some credible intel that the announcement could be coming during the basketball game tonight. (laughs) And somebody on the message board goes, Josie just comes out during halftime of the Florida game, announces, we're close, then walks off. I like that. Uh, that would be nice, though. Uh, that would be nice. The we're close meme has become oh one of the best gosh. things about this whole ordeal. I'm telling you what, man. This is crazy. I was like last night a teenage girl on my telephone. On the my telephone. So that shows you how old I am. On my phone. Yeah, I wrote on the telephone last night. But I couldn't take my eyes off anything. I have spent more time on Twitter in the last 72 hours than I have in two years, probably. And uh, I'm angry. People ask me, you know, a couple people, I was on a radio show today with a friend of mine in Houston, and he's like, hey, Steely, I'm seeing you. You seem really angry. Why are people so angry? I mean, he gets why people are upset, but the absolute vitriol, and I mean, you talk about bad blood, this is it right here. And I said, here's the deal with a lot of people in Oklahoma, and you've got Oklahoma State fans out there. You have, 
you know, some Tulsa fans out there. But for the great majority in this state, it's God, family, Sooner football. And it's been that way since the days of Bud Wilkinson. It's been that way because the image of the state from the Grapes of Wrath, the book and the movie, uh, the dumb old Okies are going out to California. Look at these hillbillies. That was the image of the state for a lot of people. Bud Wilkinson and all those national championships and a 47-game winning streak completely changed that. It gave so many people in this state something to latch onto and be proud of. And you kick them in the groin and you insult something that important to them and you basically leave by lighting a match and spreading the gasoline on your way out, forgiveness isn't coming anytime soon, man, if ever on this deal. This dude and uh, is a charlatan, and maybe for a long time he wasn't, but in this situation, guess what? Completely pulled the wool over so many people, lied on many different occasions. Here's Lincoln, by the way, Parker, yesterday lying to Joel Klatt. Uh, after he lied to Scott Van Pelt Sunday night and, of course, lied to a bunch of recruits for a long time and was uh, obviously not bought in on this season for most of it, based on what we know now. And now we know why this team was like, man, there's something wrong here. Well, I think we know what was wrong. This was Joel Klatt, who I like a lot, uh, with the mule shoe weasel Lincoln Riley. I heard you uh, and saw you with Scott Van Pelt last night, and, and you told him, the first conversation was Sunday morning yeah. that you had with USC. Yeah. I think I'll be honest, like I, I think a lot of people are like, no, yeah. that there's no way that it happened that late in the process. Um, the whirlwind of what happened from Bedlam to, to that moment is that a blur for you now in hindsight? It is. It is because it it didn't feel real, and, and I honestly never saw myself leaving OU. I mean, I really, I really I mean, we've didn't. had a lot of conversations yeah. about that, and yeah. I can attest to that. You've told me countless times about yeah. NFL jobs and so on. Well, that was the first conversation um, you know, Sunday, probably, I don't know, 11 o'clock that morning. Somewhere in there was the first conversation that I've ever had with anybody else from another football team as long as I've been at OU. I've just, I've never, some great, opportunities from time to time came up but I never had any desire to even explore it but I did with this one I did and I as much as I almost didn't want to I couldn't ignore how I was feeling and the true intrigue I had and and like I said once we had the conversation it did it it came together so quickly probably faster than again like we talked about probably faster than ideally I would have liked it to but I'm I'm thankful for how the the leadership at OU handled it they were gracious and and uh no, no surprise, but they were phenomenal. And, and then the opportunity to, to tell to tell my guys there, which was, it sucked. It was terrible. I'm but sure. it, but to have the chance to do that, I'll, I'll forever be thankful for. This I don't guy, even know how to react this, to that. This guy, I mean, come on. Come on. All right, uh, we're going to talk a lot about the next coach because I, I admit, Parker, right now, I'm still very much in the anger stage. I haven't even got what's next bargaining. I don't. I don't even know. Denial, acceptance, bargaining, goes. and then something else uh, is pissed in there somewhere. I don't know. Is that like one B? But I'm. St- we're we're inventing the cycle as I we know, go here. I keep Mike. thinking every day. I'm like, dude, settle down. This is 
this is football, okay? I know it's very important, but there are a lot bigger things happening out there. And But every day I wake up and I'm incensed again. Because this dude took a knife to Bob Stoops, took a knife to the program, uh, to a lot of these kids. And, uh, you know, USC has him on this PR tour out there. Complete charlatan. And look, let's just clear this up once and for all right now. Lincoln Riley's first conversation with USC did not come Sunday morning. Well, and again, this is all BS semantics. You know, he's ta- he's talking to his agent. His agent's talking to SC. I mean, we all know that's a load of you know what. Exactly. We all know that. And hey, for him to keep not, from, from, he might not be technically lying, right? Like he was when he said, "I'm not going to be the next head coach at LSU," which but. is even more Weasley. You know. It's insulting people's intelligence. By the way, uh, OU knew there was something going on. They knew there was something going on. Something was amiss over in the football office. Not only the product on the field, because I think they had a lot more talent than uh, the record they finished with, and certainly some of the victories by those margins. You're like, okay, I don't expect to win that game by 50, but really? Come on. That team, Nebraska, Tulane, West Virginia, and you, you you very easily could have lost all three of those. Something was going on. In fact, we have the exclusive audio, Lincoln's last days, when uh, I guess the administration sent some consultants over there to find out what Lincoln's attitude was all about. We're trying to get a feel for how people spend their day at work. So if you would, would you walk us through a typical day for you? Yeah. Great. Well, I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. Uh, and after that, I just sort of space out for about an hour. But, uh, space out? Yeah, I just stare at my desk, but it looks like I'm working. I'd say in a given week, I probably only do about 15 minutes of real, actual work. Would you be a good sport and indulge us and just tell us a little more? Oh, yeah. It's that I just don't care. Don't, don't care? It's a problem of motivation, all right? Now, if I work my ass off, I don't see another dime. So where's the motivation? Yeah, clearly there was a major issue there. Major issue. <sighs> That's about where I'm at, too, Mike. I know. Sigh territory. Y- you know, and the thing is, yesterday I think I had, uh, I was working on a little sleep. I'm living off energy drinks right now, which there are highs and lows. I, I mean, I'm barely living, <laughs> so. <laughs> but I, I just, I, look. For us, our two hours, you know, yesterday and today, and uh, or yesterday, Monday, uh, Tuesday, and today, it's basically like group therapy, people. I'm just telling you, all right? Let's hear from you on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. That's 405-651-3439. The Air Comfort Solutions text line. First hour brought to you by a real, true Sooner, loyal and true, Tim Lasher. Lasher Home Comfort Systems. One of our listeners via the Air Comfort Solutions text line says, I've never heard this show before and I already love it. Mule Shoe Weasel is a perfect name. So good on you, Mike. Well, I yeah, the Mule Shoe Weasel, you cannot trust a Mule Shoe Weasel. They appear one way and they, they're very deadly. You've got to watch the Mule Shoe Weasel. He looks more dumb every interview he does. That's from the text line as well. Like I said, uh, people around here, guess what? They take Oklahoma football very seriously. It's very important to them. 
And when you do what Lincoln Riley did to Oklahoma football, the way he did it and lied about it, and had been uh, conniving behind the scenes, guess what? You're not a Sooner. You're not in the family. You're kicked out of the family, all right? You show up at Thanksgiving, we're not letting you in. Not happening. At least for, well, I don't know, maybe two decades. No, no never, ever. Man, this is broad. I personally, I got to tell you, I ain't never seen you like this. I don't like being this way, but I'm still angry. And keep this energy. I am still surprised that I am this angry. I almost feel like a juvenile, to be honest with you. But I can't help it, man. This is the way I feel. This cut deep. And uh, yes, I've been doing this for a long, long time. The main reason I got into sports media and journalism. Look, I haven't done reporting in a long, 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 long time. I'm just paid to come in here and give you my opinion. And the the entire reason I got into this business was because of my love of sports and mainly Oklahoma football. And that's my university too, man. From the I'm text, telling you. From the text line as well. The worst part about this whole deal is OU had the roster to go deep this year, and Riley traded it all for a new job. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, – you know, we, we knew this was bizarro world for this season. And I'm not saying they would have won the national championship, but I would have li- loved to have seen a coach here with full attention on what was going on. One more before we hit a break here. I've said it for years, and I'll say it again now. I'm a fan. I don't get paid to be reasonable. And right now, says this listener, reasonableness is taking the lowest rung on my emotional ladder. You know, and like I said, uh, I've told people, man, this has awoken the old fanboy in me. I totally admit it. And, you know, like Oklahoma State's getting screwed over this week because Oklahoma State's playing for a championship, and they've got a coach who is totally bought in and has bought into his university for a long, long time and has created a culture there that Lincoln Riley completely obliterated at the University of Oklahoma on his way out the door. Now, that culture will return, and you've got Joe C. over there who knows what that's all about, Joe Harris over there, uh, and Bob Stoops. And, man, if you haven't signed up for Stoops Troops yet, you better enlist right now. And I know you're ready, all right? So we'll give you an official invite coming up. Can we play some Lincoln Riley music into the break? By all means. Yeah, let's do it. We'll be right back here on The Ref. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. There is something this. Wait for it. I am being insincere. There you go. Oh, man. This, uh, this whole week has been crazy. Crazy. Lincoln Riley was certainly being insincere. Somebody, uh, Rob out there, uh, was replying on replying uh, to something I tweeted out earlier and said, I can't wait for Mike to start uh, yelling at people on his lawn. Oh, that's happened a long time ago, man. Really? Long you're, you're time ago. You're already that guy? Uh, I yell at clouds, at uh, you know, kids on the lawn, all of that. I'm, I'm at that stage. I usually don't get this angry, but I still am, and I'm trying. I'm trying to move past it, man, to the next stage. I'm trying my best. I was like a teenage girl on my phone last night. I was like, I knew, and I knew it was pathetic. And Shay and I were watching a show, and I'm, I bet I saw 10 minutes of the show. I'm like, what happened? Really? Did he break up with her already? You know, and 
Shay was filling me in on the details, but I was literally like a teenage girl just scrolling on the timeline. By the That's way, somebody somebody on the Air Coverage Solutions text line sent us a diagram of the five stages of grief. So okay. you have denial, right. anger, yep. bargaining. Bargaining. See, I'm trying to get to bargaining, but it's nowhere in sight <laughs> right now. Then you have depression and acceptance. Okay. We'll get there eventually. Uh, acceptance will happen in the year 2075 when I'm six feet under. Back to the text line here because I want to read this one. Hey, thanks for the anger and the level of deep feelings you're portraying. Heck, I'm a middle-aged mom in another state, and I'm pissed. Keep the <laughs> passive-aggressive songs and the calling out going at least for the rest of the week. Then we can be mature again. I, I thought this th these songs were aggressive-aggressive, doubly aggressive, not passive-aggressive. When you're calling someone a SOB, that's aggressive-aggressive, I think. But look um, – I understand college football is a dirty business, man, the way it's set up a lot of this. But like I said, this could have been handled so much better. I mean, this is what happened when you bring in somebody from freaking tech. I've told you, tech is a glorified junior college. You know, you were right about tech all along. Where was, you, where tried, was, you tried to warn us. Where was Lincoln Riley, you know, brought up in football besides freaking mule shoe was tech. <sighs> Another great point from the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Is he on a damn media tour? Why does he keep interviewing and doubling down on the fact that he made a decision to come to USC in 12 hours? He's uh, yeah. an idiot. Uh, yeah. yeah. He's been with uh, Scott Van Pelt. He's been with Colin Cowherd. Uh, he was with Joe Clad. I like Joe Clad a lot. Um, I think Cowherd's really good at what he does. Um, and Van Pelt's excellent. But, yeah, this is all the Let's Cover the Lie tour. It's a PR deal. I mean, SC's getting maximum coverage on this deal. And uh, what are we at now? We've got Malachi Nelson, Trayon Webb, uh, Makai Lemon, Pancake Hunter, Brandon Ennis, Kobe McKenzie. Anybody else? Derek Moore. Derek that Moore. That is name number seven. And you've got Spencer Rattler, Jaden Hazelwood, Theo Weiss, Austin Stogner in the portal. As well as Marcellus Crutchfield for what that's worth. Okay. Another text from the Air Comfort Solutions text line. 405-651-3439, and many of you are chiming in. I've heard Riley promise Caleb Williams and his family that he would be a Norman for Williams' entire college career. If this is true, it should be emphasized to all USC recruits for the rest of Riley's career. And yes, that is true. That's why I came on these radio waves not three weeks ago and told you all, listen, people, Lincoln Riley's not going anywhere. Because I took Lincoln Riley at his word, yeah, and so I many had people it on did. good authority that yeah. he said that to Caleb Williams and many, many others. His word means nothing. Nothing. And I love it they showed Lincoln Riley showing up at practice uh, yesterday, you know, because they had that game with Cal. They got wiped out by COVID. So SC's playing this weekend. So he shows up. You got all these reporters out there. The cameras are on him and everything. It's going to end so quickly. Those guys have no idea. The uh, level of paranoia they're about to encounter. The last time, back to the text line, last time I was this mad about people doing OU wrong was the Keith Stansberry interception. Yeah. Um, and, you you know, name me a bigger villain. The only guy who's even, even in the neighborhood with Lincoln Riley now is Kevin Durant. And slowly but surely, that's, that's faded some. You know, it's never going to be totally uh, forgotten by people around here. But guess what? As big as the Thunder is, not even close to Oklahoma football. Not even in the same ballpark. Not even in the neighborhood. 
And people are big mad. They're going to be that way for a while. By the way, the hero in this whole thing, we want to invite you again, and I know a lot of you have enlisted already, to join Stoops Troops, ladies and gentlemen. Join now. There's not one guy, one person in the history of this program that's bigger than the program. Coach Switzer, myself, or Lincoln Riley. And what I told the players is they are the program. Players throughout these decades, they are OU football. Right now, it's your time to join the troops because Bob Stoops is trying to lead the Sooner Nation out of this disastrous situation. Good feedback from the text line, Mike. Thank you, Steely. You are doctor filling my emotions today, (laughs) and I am here for it. Another one. Mike, you and I are old enough to be truly invested in OU that covers many generations, so like you, I am gutted. We demand loyalty at OU. This goes against everything, OU. It does. It absolutely. Keep drumming, drummers. We're marching with you right now. Keep drumming. There you go. All right. This is a battle, man. This is a battle. And here's the problem. We're going to have to deal with Lincoln Riley winning games out at USC. And he's going to win. Oh, yeah. He's going to win. He's going to get five-star quarterbacks. Now, they'll get to the playoff and probably get pushed around, kind of like some of his teams at OU did when they had some of the best quarterbacks in the history of college football. Still couldn't get it done because of, well, they they weren't physical enough. Boomer, says one listener. First-time listener. Love, uh, it says live, but love the show. And Lincoln Riley is a hack. Let's get Brent Venables now. Can the new coach come out to that? Whenever they announce him? To this right here? Yes. The drums? Yes, just to the drums. Is he is he one of Stoops' troops? Is that what we're classifying oh, as? Oh, uh, everybody uh, that, I guess uh, that loves Oklahoma football is enlisted right now because Bob Stoops, there is a hero in this whole quagmire, and it's Bob Stoops. Well, I guess Brent Venables is one of Stoops' troops, so assuming it's him. Okay, so let's talk about candidates out there. Brent Venables, you're hearing a lot. A lot of people think it's going to be Brent Venables. Matt Rules, name surfaced. I don't. I don't. Buy there's that. always a there's always a smokescreen. Uh, Dan Lanning, Georgia. Anybody else that names that we should be thinking about? No, I mean, listen, I I've been told, and you know, Plank was on here saying the same thing last hour. It's Brent Venables until it isn't. Mm-hmm. And usually, when you're saying that about somebody, it's so and so until it isn't. More often than not, it ends up being that person. And obviously, <laughs> the whole Lincoln Riley to LSU thing is the gla- the glaring exception. As of late, so take it for what it's worth and take it with a grain of salt. But Brent Venables appears to be the lead guy here. And that would go over very well. Very well. Uh, I love what Dave Sittler said this morning. You know, there's some people that uh, thought, you know, well, what about the way he he went out at OU? Wasn't that a bad deal? And he said, no, Brent moved on. Brent went to Clemson. He's done great at Clemson. He's been with a championship program, a tough physical program. Uh, at Clemson and still has a lot of love, much love for Bob Stoops and the University of Oklahoma. So we'll just see. You know what else is crazy to think about in all of this, Mike? Three years after the fact, that fabled 2019 signing class is a complete bust. Because you know who your top six guys in that class were in terms of commits? Spencer Rattler, mm-hmm. portal. Yep. Jaden Hazelwood, portal. Yep. Theo Weiss, portal. portal. Trajan Bridges, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Austin Stogner, portal. Jeremiah Cradell didn't play at all in 2021. That's crazy. So those were your top six guys. Those were your headliners in that 2019 class. 
And this is where we're at. I still can remember uh, the video. It may have been live on ESPN, but somebody had the reaction video when like, OU got Jeremiah Cradell. And it was explosion. And the mule shoe weasel went like, yes, you know, he was very fired up. Um, little did we know the sneaky, you know, nature that would be following him, you know, later. And it, it's just, I don't know. Um, and I think a lot of people are just, you know, Still going to be angry for a while. Going to be angry for a while. And you have a right to be angry. Absolutely you do, man. Absolutely. Yeah, you don't know how it feels if you don't understand, you know. All right. We do have basketball tonight at the LNC. Number 14, Florida against Oklahoma, 7 o'clock. Honoring a great Sooner, a loyal Sooner, a great human being, and a great coach, Lon Kruger. It doesn't get any better than Lon Kruger. Maybe Lon Kruger is the next coach. Maybe that's why I'm hearing all these rumblings that it's going to be announced at the basketball game. Well, he's not going to sell anybody out to buy his future. I can tell you that. All right. We got a lot more ahead. Keep it here. Keep those texts coming. We'll keep reading them. The Air Comfort Solutions text line available to you. 405-651-3439. Steel Man and Thune here on a Wednesday on the ref. To be proud you don't know. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. All right, welcome back. Those selective bumpers you come up with are very nice. Very well done. Very well done. I'm very good at being petty, Mike. Well, yeah. Oh, man. I'm the greatest petty of all time. Richard Petty, Kyle Petty, Lori Petty. was was Tom Petty? Tom. Well. We just bumped out with him. No, no, no. Let's go Tom Petty one, and I'm very petty. I'm the greatest petty person right now. I mean, in terms of my overall pettiness, I can just tell you that. Uh, Somebody had tweeted in. I sent out a tweet today. And uh, the point I was trying to make was about culture, and it was Lincoln uh, Bob Stoops' culture versus Lincoln-Riley culture. And on the left was a picture of Bob Stoops with a championship trophy, players all around him. On the other one, uh, it was players posing with the, uh, you know, the sports cars they had at the barbecue, which, look, I get that's what recruiting is all about. The point I was trying to make, Bob Stoops wasn't posing all the time. Not but, a poser. but I and I don't mean to I don't mean to sit here and defend Lincoln Riley. Mm-hmm. But Bob Stoops was coaching in a different era than Lincoln Riley. No, was. no doubt, no doubt about it. But let me ask you this: Do you think Bob Stoops, when they said Bob, we're going to have uh, the players out there posing, uh, you know, with all these luxury cars and everything? Uh, my guess would have been Bob was a. Are you kidding me? No way. Okay. I'm not saying he wouldn't have done something cool on social media or whatever, but I don't know. I thought that, and I understand the day and age we're in, you know, look, as Barry Switzer said the other day, you know, people, uh, a lot of people, a lot of these kids, they have no idea who Bob Stoops is or Barry Switzer or what these traditions are all about. It's a me, look at me society. Uh, No doubt about it. I get it. I'm just saying that's. It's part of it is the times we're living in and some of it. But I, I still don't think that Bob Stoops would have gone that route. I'm just saying. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'd, it would have surprised me. 
man. This is grumpy just, old man. I well, get it. Yes. What's, but. what's on my mind right now, Mike, is how great would it have been if Bob Stoops had the desire to coach forever, like Mac Brown? Oh. And look. I'd love it. Absolutely. Like, no disrespect to Bob Stoops whatsoever, because I understand it. You've coached for long enough. You want to get out of the game. You want to hawk tequila. You want to go and watch your kid play as opposed to coaching him. I think Bob made a perfectly rational and understandable decision, and he mm-hmm. went about it the right yep. way. But what I'm saying is, for this Sooner football program, what what kind of place would they be in today if Bob Stoops had never retired? Well, and sure, Lincoln Riley would have taken another job mm-hmm. elsewhere yeah. eventually. But you bring in another big-name offensive coordinator, keep the recruits piling in, and maybe we're sitting here talking about Oklahoma hoisting another national championship trophy sometime over the last five seasons. Maybe, but look, uh, I understand, I think, what Bob said at the time. Again, it was the best thing for the program, and he truly believed that. And uh, it looked like a really good situation for a while. Uh, Lincoln did some good things, no doubt. Uh, I think he's a really good offensive mind. I think uh, the teams are, are, are soft. I, I think the culture is a little bit soft with, with him there. Hopefully that will change. But, uh, look, to me, Bob... Like I said, all Bob did was resurrect the program from the darkest period of all time. You know, post-Switzer when you had – I thought Gary Gibbs – Gary Gibbs is a really bright guy. Gary Gibbs good football coach. He was in a nearly impossible situation. Didn't meet Texas, Colorado, Nebraska enough, I understand. But then after that, John Blake is very gregarious. Love the guy. Rest in peace, John Blake. Uh, wasn't a head coach. He was more of a coordinator recruiter. And then Schnellenberger, of course, ended up – you're talking about an egomaniac at the time. Uh, tried to put his imprint on Oklahoma football. It was a total disaster. But uh, Bob came in and did an unbelievable job. And, I, you know, seeing Bob on Twitter and all the stuff and just how much fun he's had and all of that, he deserves all of that. And the kind of character he is, Bob doesn't have to do this. He could go make a statement, you know, like he did the other day and call it a day. Bob is a but man's Bob is, man. Bob is out there. He's recruiting. recruiting. He's recruiting. He's doing the most tedious, some would say obnoxious and time-consuming work that a coach does. And they and they have to do that work round the clock. Yeah. And Bob Stoops is doing what Lincoln Riley should be out doing today. You know, it's amazing that, uh, you know, my dad passed. Uh, it's been uh, oh, over six months now. But I always had the feeling, because I had the best dad ever, by the way, a huge Sooner fan gigantic Sooner fan but whenever you got in a jam you got in trouble whether it was financial or something happened and you thought man how am I going to get out of this my dad was there every time not just for me our entire family he was a rock he was there every single time and you knew once he showed up things are going to be all right my mom's the same way but we all relied so much on him and that's kind of the role that Bob Stoops is playing here Man, the guy, he needs a second statue or something. It's just what he's doing for the university right now is nothing short of amazing. Air Comfort Solutions text line 405-651-3439. Let's go there. Heard Rex Ryan just got off a plane. Really? Rex Ryan. To the foot fetish convention or what? (laughs) Oh, man, there are so many jokes you can make about Rex Rex Ryan Ryan, off a plane. I will say this. When Rex Ryan was here, you know, during that era, John Blake football – that dude 
coached pretty well. He was, you know, they had Rex Ryan's a good football coach. Yeah, he is. I personally, I love Rex Ryan. I, I think the Ryan, you know, the Ryan family. You talk about tough as nails. Rex Robin, of course, Buddy. I mean, Buddy, you know, punched a, punched his offensive coordinator Kevin Gilbright on national television when he was in Houston because he didn't like what the offense was doing to the defense. So he just walked over and punched the guy. I mean, that's one way to take care of business. Yeah. Back to the text line. Mike is William Wallace for the ref and Sooner Nation. <laughs> I can only imagine how angry his uncle is. Keep oh, up the good work. Keep up the righteous anger. You know, I got to tell you, I'm just being brutally honest here. I'm just being brutally honest. This is raw emotion. And I go home and I go, dude, you got to ch- – come on, man. But this is the way I feel. I'm paid to give my opinion. Look, I'm going full-on homer on this deal. I know it. But like I said, I think uh, in this situation, anybody, particularly my age, and I'm, you know, look, I'm approaching 60 here, won't be too long, but when you grow up with Oklahoma football, you grow up in Norman, you grow up with a family that you know worship Bud Wilkinson and everything, you grew up during the Switzer days and all of this stuff, it was so important. It's the entire reason I got into the media business and wanted to do this. And then when somebody you know does – Oklahoma football dirty and my university dirty like that. The Dr. Evil of Oklahoma football, Lincoln Riley now, and his mini-me, Clark Stroud. Um, You know, I'm very angry. So, I just can't help myself. I'm sorry. One of our listeners points out this this was Lincoln's first head coaching job. Maybe he just couldn't handle it. Look, there are a lot of things I get. Look, he's going to – Lincoln Riley, he may be deceptive. He may be a narcissist. He may be, you know, not what we thought he was. But one thing I do know about Lincoln Riley is that he's smart. I mean, really smart. And for him making this move, you know, if you were angry seeing the Warriors win those championships with Kevin Durant, get I don't know that Lincoln's going to win a national championship, but he's going to be in the playoff time after time after time after time. It's not that hard to get to the playoff out of the yeah. Pac-12 if you play your cards I mean, right. he look, he he didn't want to face Mike Tyson in his prime, the SEC. He wanted to run and face Pee Wee Herman out there in the Pac-12, all the 98-pound weaklings. Because, look, SC very quickly, I think, and Oregon's still going to be around because of Phil Knight and his money and all of that. But SC is going to be the dominant program in that conference, and it's going to happen quickly, right? There's no doubt. And people are still going to be angry about it. There's no doubt. Now, the question becomes, what is the rest of the Pac-12 going to look like? Because, look, I'm very much of the opinion that everything kind of regresses to the mean at a certain point when you look at the landscape of college football. Take, for instance, the Big 12, which as recently as, say, 2018 or even 2019, people were looking at that conference and saying, well, they, they can't play any defense. Mm-hmm. It was 58-55 uh, to 55 every single game. Flag, now, flag now, here football. we are, the Big 12 football. arguably plays the best defense of any conference in the Power 5. So what I'm saying is these things usually take care of themselves, and usually one conference isn't down for this long whatever down looks like in that specific circumstance but the Pac-12 hasn't had a team make the college football playoff since what 2016 with Washington yeah 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 I I know but uh look he uh he knew what was coming he knew what was coming like I said he was gonna have to go toe-to-toe with the heavyweights and he wanted to go back to the lightweight division he ran he ran so far away all the way out to California All right, we'll take a break right here. Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405-651-3439. That's 405-651-3439.
651-3439. Uh, hit us up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. You want to call? Hey, we'll go old school. Law offices of Rod Polson, Oklahoma Tax Resolution Line, 405-329-9000. We've got another award-winning, probably not, segment on the way here on The Ref next. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Oh, man. These are spot on. Especially for a guy who hasn't slept. You haven't, how many, uh, how many hours do you think you've slept over since Sunday night? Oh, not many. That's for sure. But no, I'm, I'm on a heater with this bump music. I'll Dude, keep it coming. I will tell yeah. you this, though. I'm very impressed because I know how many texts that I've been getting recently. Like when you're trying to do, you know, either you're trying to put audio in or put your segments together or if I'm doing, um, you know, the Twitch stream that I'm getting ready for, which, you know, we mess around and talk sports, play games, just have a, it's kind of a hangout. I do that every day. And people are texting, and it's never ending. Do you ever get to a point where you got to tell them, dude, I'm sorry, but, man, I'm, I'm, I'm also trying to put together a show here and everything? Like, I'm sure you get them all the time. And 9 million of them, what's the latest? And finally, I had to get to the point with a couple people and just say, Man, just follow Twitter. You're going to find out, you know, just or listen to the shows because you can spend literally your entire day trying to answer those. And Shay was like, my wife's one of the nicest people ever. I outkick my coverage by a mile. But she's finally, don't respond to them. They're, the problem is you respond to all of them, and then you th- you know, and they never stop ever, especially during a time like this. You know, I'm talking about the personal ones, right? How many of those you think you get an hour now? I, I'm I'm buried in them. Fifty buried in them. Yeah, and you try, and you don't want to be rude, but it's like there's also you actually have to work, like. I don't know if, uh, you know, I, I, I would liken it to like if somebody who was a stockbroker and I texted them every five minutes and said, man, what's the latest? <laughs> what's the latest? What's yeah, up? That's about where we're at. That's what are you why hearing? this coaching search just needs you know, to get over. Finally, they would go like, dude, I'm actually like, you know, working here. So anyway. Okay. Air Comfort Solutions text line. What do we have? Let this- us see. Is Seth Luttrell in consideration? No, not that I've heard. No, uh, he had some he had some real momentum as a possible big name hire a couple of years ago in North yeah. Texas, but things haven't. Yeah, quite gone he's still way. there, and uh, Seth Luttrell is still a great Sooner. His dad, Jimmy Luttrell, was a great Sooner as well. But uh, no. What do you think about Paul Feinbaum saying USC is a slightly better job than OU? Um, not at this point. Traditionally, it's very close. SC has beaten Oklahoma. I think they played. Uh, the Sooners have beaten SC a couple times. They've tied once. I remember that. That was the 73 game where Joe Washington had the punt retire. That Oklahoma defense, that 73 Oklahoma defense, which was a monster too. They held USC, a great USC team, by the way, uh, to like less than 150 yards. But the game was a, I think it was a 7-7 tie. Um, 
you know, it, it, it could be slight, very slight edge SC if you believe all – they're a little bit like Alabama. They claim, you know, the Reader's Digest National Championship and a bunch of stuff like that. Um, USC can be a great job. There is no doubt. You get the right guy in there. But Oklahoma is a great job as well, obviously. I, I, I've said it before. I'll echo it because I know some people will be listening for the first time today. And I know some people are listening for the first time today. Um, that USC job might be the best job in college football if done right. But nobody's done it right since, since Pete, Carroll. Pete Carroll. Yeah, John McKay did. And that program um, has lost a lot of momentum yeah, absolutely. in recent years. Uh, what do you think about playing at the Coliseum, too? I mean, they're going to continue to do that. Uh, it's embarrassing, you know, the number of fans they've had there recently. Look, I, there's a lot about SC's tradition I like. I love the uniforms. I love the, you know, the band, Tribute to Troy, Fight On, all of that. Um, you know, the song girls have been super popular forever. So, But right now, Oklahoma's a better job. But with – the mule shoe weasel doing what he did to the OU football program. I mean, the the stock report right now, you're not buying Sooner stock right now. You're buying a lot of uh, USC stock. And a lot of that will change, you know, when the hire happens for Oklahoma, when the smoke and the dust clears. Okay. I just need it to be done fast. No, just get it done quickly. I, I just get it. it done quickly. By the way, uh, Riverwind Casino. You can always count on our friends at Riverwind to give you the best promotions more chances to win. The wild card is a great thing to have, and they've got great promotions every single month, including uh, giving away over $200,000, well over $200,000 in cash bonus play and prizes this holiday season. Uh, Rudolph's Riches, the uh, promotional drawing is on Friday night, 6 to 11.30, two grand prize winners at midnight. Play with their wild card again on Monday and Tuesday. They also have the amazing red carpet rollout where they're giving away $100,000 in cash and bonus play on New Year's Eve. Play with your wild card. Get five times the entries for that promotion on Sundays. Uh, Santa's stocking stuffers also when your share of $5,000. Blackjack for St. Nick. And uh, the $40,000 holidays on us. Get your share of $40,000 in cash and bonus play and another opportunity to play with your wild card on thursdays in this great promotion so riverwind you know they do it they do it right they do it uh better than anybody else and uh this holiday season is no different a ton of cash bonus play and prizes best restaurants best bars best service best promotions they just do it right over at riverwind casino and uh once again, this holiday season, be a lot of happy people over there at Riverwind because there is a lot to be won. Okay, we've got another hour coming up, ladies and gentlemen. Keep the texts coming. 405-651-3439 of the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Steel Man and Thune with another hour here on a Wednesday. Keep it here. It's time for the Steelman and Thune at Noon with Mike Steely and Parker Thune. Hit the guys up on the law offices of Rod Polston, Oklahoma Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000 or shoot the guys a text on the Air Comfort Solutions text line 
at 405-651-3439. Live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, here's Mike Steely and Parker Thune. Welcome in, welcome in, welcome in. How is everybody? Are you still angry? Are you still upset? Are you still trying to sleep? Or what's your condition right now? We're here to help. This is a Sooner Therapy session. And uh, we're here for you. We are here for you. Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. Our second hour brought to you by uh, the Seth Wadley Auto Group in Paul's Valley here on the ref, the home of Sooner fans. Okay, um, man, Parker, you you really, I've never seen you look this tired. You really <laughs> have not slept at all, have you? I mean, you're still doing a uh, fine job. No, but. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm doing my best to hang in there. And uh, got an Instagram live stream coming up with uh, Brandon Drum at 3.30 p.m. So we'll be doing this all again here shortly and no doubt addressing a whole new batch of rumors as this coaching carousel continues to spin. But, no, it's been an exhausting 72 hours. And my hope is that this gets done today because I can't hold out like this much longer. And needless to say, in the midst of a coaching search – I mean, there's new information coming in oh, yeah. every yeah, single absolutely. minute. All right, so at this time tomorrow, will we be talking about the Sooners' new head coach? And uh, maybe that will take some of the Lincoln-Riley anger away. A lot of it. I believe so. I think this is done very soon. Basketball game tonight? Maybe? <sighs> well, I again, I heard that from a couple people, one of whom uh, would have very credible knowledge of that situation. So... I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not confirming that in any regard. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. What I am saying is that's what I've been told, and so I would assume it's at the very least on the table. A uh, couple tweets that I want to get to. Uh, Ricky, first of all, says, "Steelman, where can one spot a mule shoe weasel?" Well, mule shoe, of course. Uh, Another way to spot the uh, mule shoe weasel is when uh, when Lincoln Riley is talking, of course. And then, thirdly, if you want to get a good view and uh, they're in a very clandestine situation, you've got to climb atop the uh, School of Journalism over at the University of Oklahoma and bring your binoculars. And uh, many times you can see them in that situation. So, there you go. Uh, and from John for OU, Steely, is Bob Stoops really as mad as people are reporting that he is? Well, I don't know. I haven't seen any. I, I mean, look, Bob has handled this. What did Bob say Monday? He said, like, look, I'm not one to talk about yeah, my feelings. He's pissed. There's no doubt. Uh, but Bob is, you know, Bob's got old school football coach in him. I'm not saying he's completely like Woody Hayes or whatever, but he's a tough, I mean, tough dude. And but he's also very bright, you know, for hey, we operate with no excuses to whatever. The dude is smart and he has pretty much walked on the balance beam without falling off of being super angry, I think, about this, and is still maintaining a professionalism about it. And settling people down, being a voice that OU fans want to hear right now. Without going completely overboard and just, you know, taking this personally like a certain announcer, me. Um, but he's done it. I think he's done it about as well as you can. Bob Stoops is the comp- the consummate representative of the University of Oklahoma football program. He has done everything the right way from the get-go. Yeah. It's, it's amazing that he's done this professionally where people can see that he is not happy. 
yet he's done it and he's he's gone not even close to the edge but he's done it so well that people again are saying man you know you could see you know there was basically steam coming out of his ears even though there wasn't but he also did it within the bounds of being professional and uh, I don't know I, I like I said he hit that press conference out of the park and, you know, to be the star of that show, when you're dealing with two pros like uh, Joe C. And, and, and Joe Harris, uh, who both are excellent at what they do and great in that environment. And But Bob Stoops is the guy that Sooner fans, I think, really needed to hear and uh, made people feel hopeful. <laughs> Again, after the Titanic broke in half, uh, he, was the li- he was the guy getting the lifeboats out there. All right, Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439, by the way. Um, by the way, we do have audio. We've been told uh, it was reported again that Bob Stoops is on the golf course. We were hearing also he may have been in the pavilion over at Belmar when actually he met with Lincoln Riley. I don't know. This may be total BS. But this is what it sounded like when uh, Lincoln told Bob that he was leaving. What? You son of a bitch! You no good damn Wow. I would have thought that would have been somewhere on the local news. Wow. And I, you know, Toby Keith runs a tight ship over there at Belmar. Uh, I doubt it could have turned into a Western saloon brawl like that, but I'd like to imagine it being like that. So, Bob doesn't really seem like the brawler type. Although he does seem like if he seems like the type of person where if you cross him, oh, yeah, he'll put I, you in your place real quick. No doubt. No doubt about it. But, um, you know. I think that what he's done so far has been uh, he's a hero is what he is. Did you see the flowers there at his statue the other day? Teddy and Tyler asked him, oh, no, don't do that. I'm not dead yet. Uh, But uh, what he's done is pretty remarkable. Okay, um, so what is the biggest piece of misinformation you think you've heard out there in the last 24 hours? Oh, boy. There are a lot of candy. Oh, no, no. Actually, you know what? This one takes the cake. Oh, yeah? So I was on that Twitter space last night with Travis Davidson, and somebody pops in from, like, Maryland, Mm -hmm. right, and gets the permission to ask a question from one of the co-hosts, and so pops on and says, hey, I just I want you guys to know I have an inside source, and uh, don't be surprised if it's Mike Tomlin. And I'm sitting there like, did you not hear Mike Tomlin's press conference last month? Was that not the most emphatic and believable mm-hmm. denial that he is interested in any other job that you've ever heard? Mm-hmm. Because Mike Tomlin literally, like, he got so furious, he straight up stopped his press conference to be like, listen, like, it's, and I'm paraphrasing here, but he essentially was like, why the hell would I even consider that? I'm the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, that, that's that's a little crazy. Actually, that's a lot crazy. Anything else that approaches that? No, nah, you know, I think that's that's pretty clearly number one for me. One of our listeners asks via the Air Comfort Solutions text line, Brent Venables, Matt Rule, or the field? What do you think, Steely? Hmm. 
Man, uh, I will take Brent Venables, Matt Rule, but it's not like a total slam dunk. Listen, here's the thing. I think it's Brent Venables, too, but we also have to keep in mind Joe Castiglione is very, very good at his job. Oh, my. Dude, so- if you want a place where there are no leaks during a coaching search, I remember when Jeff Capel was hired as the basketball coach. I remember when Porter the- Moser was hired. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. But I remember they had a 64, the Oklahoma put out a 64 coach bracket as to who, the, who was, and Jeff Capel wasn't even in the field. Wasn't even in the field. But yeah, Porter Moser, same thing. Josie, man, he's. Josie is very, very good at his job. And believe me, he has a trick or two up his sleeve to throw people off track. Now, here's why I still think it's Brent Venables. I think if you have a smoke screen. Right, And there's going to be a smoke screen at some point in time in a coaching search. There always is. If you're going to have a smoke screen, you don't make the guy that the fan base and the ex-players and all the stakeholders want mm-hmm. the smoke screen. You're not going to make him the smoke screen. Right? And furthermore, you're not going to allow people to publicly lead those folks to believe that they're getting Brent Venables. Which is happening. I mean, a lot of people out there, and you've heard Plank and me. Yeah. You've heard plenty of people on this station. You've seen reports on Twitter. Everybody believes right now that this is Brent Venable's job until it isn't. And I don't think you do that with a guy who has OU ties like Brent Venable's does, that everybody across the fan base seems to love like Brent Venable's. And basically, I don't think it gets to this point with him specifically if he is not the next OU head coach. And again... I could be off on that because it's been so hard to distinguish fact from fiction over the last 48 hours that at a certain point you just kind of aren't sure what to believe and what not to believe. But in my heart of hearts, I find it difficult to believe it's anybody other than Brent Venables at this point. If uh, Matt Rule is not a smokescreen, and again, you would have had a ton of people, uh, or maybe this is just an indication of how good and how stealthy Joe C can be in these searching situations you would have had a lot of these nfl reporters uh saying something right and it's crickets on that unless look i haven't checked in the last 15 minutes or so but we didn't see a lot of hearing that matt maybe some people picked that up but have have you seen any of that at all in the last half hour or so i know that you're looking at the text line i know it's and it's popping off the uh the real smoke it seems to be growing yeah. And well, the thing is, if it if it somehow does turn out to be Matt Rule, that would be a home run hire. I love Matt Rule. Now, again, if you ask me, I would say BB also. But if it's Matt Rule, man, the guy can coach it at a high level. My only worry with Rule, though, is, okay, let's assume Matt Rule is the guy. Mm-hmm. He's back to the NFL in three years, isn't he? Because he was very open throughout his time at Temple and throughout his time at Baylor that the NFL was the end game for him. Yeah. He wanted to coach in the NFL. And so now that he's there, it doesn't make much sense for him to come back to well, Maybe he's had that taste game. and he didn't think it was uh, as sweet as he, he thought it was going to be. Maybe. You never know. I mean, we, who knows? But, yeah, and if you're Joe C., you've got to get a very – you've got to get a commitment from somebody that uh, nothing's 100%, but you are relatively certain is going to be at Oklahoma for a long time if it works out. Don't you? I mean, you can't have, and I'm not saying it's going to be, you know, another Mike Gundy or Bob Stoops or uh, Bob stayed, what, 16 years? Was it that long? It was 18 18, years. 18, golly, 18. Wow. Yeah. 
Um, but you've got to get you've got to have some stability. You can't have another, uh, you know, somebody again who's going to be getting his agent out there, or whatever. You know, the kind of stuff that happened with Lincoln Riley because that's just a disaster. Another another text from the text line. First case of the Omicron variant is in California. Must be that damn weasel. <laughs> uh, some of this is a lot of fun. Some of it's very tiring. I think uh, part of it is, again, I haven't spent this much time on my phone in years, man. Probably uh, back as teenagers, I'm so old we had cords on our phones. And like, like if you were talking to your girlfriend or something and you had your own phone line, sometimes you'd stay overnight on the phone. And that's probably the longest that I was ever on the phone besides the the previous three nights, and especially last night. And I knew I'm like, dude, you got to stop. My the voice in my head is saying, you are pitiful. Get off of the phone. And I'm like, wait a minute, got to turn it back on. Oh, oh, you compliance. Here we go. Here we go. This that was the only time. That people were lining up in unison to go fight the battle with OU compliance. I know. When right? was the last time anyone was like, <laughs> hell yeah, OU compliance? I mean, that blew up so big. That blew up so big. Crazy. All right. Uh, we got to take a break right here. Seth Wadley, Auto Group in Paul's Valley. Thank you. Thank you very much for sponsoring our second hour, Steelman and Thune. A lot more to talk about. There is a basketball game tonight. At the LNC in Stillwater. How about Ohio State taking down the Dukies last night? 71-66. They outscored Duke by 18 in the second half. Thunder tonight against the Rockets. We got a lot more to talk about. Oklahoma State, Baylor, Big 12 Championship, obviously. All of that and more coming up next. Can you? This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. That's right. I mean, the man should never be allowed to be back in the state again, in my opinion. Just saying. Welcome back. Steel Man and Thune here on a Wednesday. Good to have you with us. Uh, Brian Kelly is doing his presser right now at LSU, which... What a fit that is. Brian Kelly and uh, the LSU fan base. Wow. So, Brian Kelly, Lincoln Riley have the same agent, right? That's right. And, uh, man, is this agent, uh, I don't know his name, is it Lucifer? Who is it? Their agent? Yes. I, I, I guess it must be. Does he have two horns, a tail, and a pitchfork? I mean, this guy is pure evil. You know who else that guy represents? Matt Rule. Well, uh, then maybe Matt Rule shouldn't be the guy. I don't know. I it, Look, I a lot of people are taking me at total face. And believe me, I'm super uh, angry about the way this went down. Um and I tweeted out, you know, the comparison of the uh, Bob Stoops culture versus uh, Lincoln Riley culture, which has not been ratioed or anything. And I, I look, I don't care about that anyway. It's so stupid. But at the same time, there have been a few, yeah, dude, a lot of changes in 21 years. Yeah, I get that. My point is Lincoln Riley has done a lot of posing, and Bob Stoops was never a poser. He was about having tough football teams uh, that were always prepared, didn't always win. 
And Bob, look, Bob ran into his share of criticism. Anybody at the University of Oklahoma, Barry Switzer, they were ready to run off Barry Switzer in 82 and 83, around that time. And the King hung in there, and they came back. They won a national championship. Um, so that's just the nature of the beast. But this, uh, this one cuts super deep because of the repercussions of the way this went down. And I'm wondering, Parker Thune, if the Sooners, again, did they sell their soul to the SEC? And are these the repercussions of the SEC? Because clearly, I believe Lincoln Riley, whatever he says, knew it was going to be a much bumpier road to the uh, playoffs. I mean, listen, no, I've had, I've had people tell me that Lincoln Riley was not a fan of the move to the yeah. SEC. And, in fact, was opposed to it. And I don't know how much that played into it, but, I mean, assuming that's true, it's even more difficult to believe that the first time he ever fielded a telephone call from USC was Sunday morning. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. And, look, again, it could be all Riley technicalities. Maybe he had his agent handle all of the communication. It was just a middleman. It's all semantics. Just like he wasn't going to be the next head coach at LSU, you know. So What he's saying is that's probably the first time he talked to SC, just, you know, his voice when they got on with him. This was all orchestra. I mean, this people aren't stupid. All this stuff is done through agents. The fact that Cliff Kingsbury's name keeps popping up for everything. I, you know, if an NBA job opens up, I'm, you're going to see Cliff Kingsbury tweeted out there. This is all agent-driven. And you have good agents, like Kelly Masters, and you have pure evil agents, like whoever this dude is. By the way, Ronnie Perkins tweeted about five minutes ago and weighed in. Yeah. He said, as much as Link has done for me as a person slash player – I'll never say a bad word about him, but there is definitely a better way to handle this whole situation. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, look, that's about as diplomatically as an ex-player can yeah. put it right there. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Uh, so how about the uh, the release of the schedule for next year, a Thursday night game in Ames next year for Oklahoma? How do you feel about Thursday night games? It, was, was it an Iowa State game on a Thursday yeah, night? Yeah, Iowa State uh, on a Thursday night. And that was uh, how many years ago? That was, that was the Dimitri Flowers yeah, game, yeah, right? Yeah, had to use Dimitri Flowers had a great night. He had to start because of the running back situation. Yeah, so, I want to say that was 2016. Let's see. All right, if you're figuring in Ralph Rucker as your starting quarterback and you're going to basically you're going to have to p- play two platoon football with your roster of 30 players, uh, what does Oklahoma go next year? What do you think? What's a realistic record for Oklahoma based on what we know right now? And, look, the portal's going to change every day, and we know that. But uh, I, I still think just about everybody would tell you, well, maybe not everybody, because I think you believe that Caleb Williams uh, might just be at Oklahoma next year, don't you, Parker? Are you still I, I, ready to say that if you had to? Yes or no? I still believe Caleb Williams is going to stick around. And, look – a lot can change because we're still in the midst of a coaching search here, people, mm-hmm. and we don't know who Oklahoma's next head coach is going to be. Like we said, we have a pretty good idea. But, again, Joe C's real good at his job. He'll have a couple tricks up his sleeve, no doubt. I just – I don't I don't want to say definitively right now one way or another, but I, I think Caleb Williams will stick around. Hmm. 
Well, uh, people would love that, man. That would be something to celebrate. There's no doubt. All right, keep those texts coming in. Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. That's 651-3439. What else do we have? I, okay, so obviously Matt Rule's name is picking up a whole lot of steam mm-hmm. in this whole conversation. My thing is, why aren't we hearing anything from NFL reporters? Because yeah, those guys yeah. are they're very I mean, they're plugged all in. over it. Yes, generally. they are. And so that's the reason why, among other reasons, why I think Matt Rule could be the smokescreen here. Is because, look, if that were true, and Matt Rule is seriously considering packing up midseason and leaving the Carolina Panthers to take the OU job, which is what would have to happen because OU is not waiting around. If that were to happen... Then and if that if there were conversations being had to that end, why haven't we heard about it from any of the NFL beat reporters that are usually all over this yeah, stuff? Yeah, you would you would have uh, a lot more smoke that would be uh, turning into a fire by now. You would think, and and who knows? The bottom line is, until Joe C gets out there and says the next football coach at the University of Oklahoma, boom, we're just not going to know. We think we know. We think we know, but you're just, you never know in this situation because Josie, you talk about a uh, leak free ship when it comes Josie to a co- it. coaching search. It's been and OU. I'll, again, I'll go back to the Porter Moser situation. None of us saw that coming. Well, and Porter and look, Moser said yesterday that Josie wouldn't allow him to even come to the campus, right? Well, and I know for a fact historically when they're interviewing potential coaching mm-hmm. hires, those interviews don't happen on campus. Yeah, right, close. which makes sense. But maybe Porter Moser said, well, I, you know, can I come check out the facilities or something? And uh, uh, no. But, you know, it's – yeah, usually it's, uh, it's, it's somewhere else, obviously. But, you know. Well, and consider the fact that that all transpired – as I recall, it all happened pretty quickly, the basketball coaching search. But – the two names that had the most credible traction from everything that I had heard at the time were Grant McCasland mm-hmm. and Kelvin Sampson's son, Kellen. And so at that point in time, we all kind of figured it was going to be one of those two. And then, boom, all of a sudden, report comes out. The job is Porter Moser's if he wants it. And then, boom, two hours later, the contract signed. Porter Moser's your next OU head basketball coach. Which was another uh, grand slam by uh, Joe C. and company. Unbelievable. Uh, speaking of Porter Moser, they will take on the Florida Gators tonight. Lon Kruger is going to be honored at halftime. Maybe they'll present the coach before the game, maybe at halftime. Maybe, you know, who knows? Starting to hear a little buzz about that as well. And this is the 23-year anniversary of the hiring of Bob Stoops. Yes, it is. Significant dates. I still remember, hey, we'll operate with no excuses. Uh, That was an interesting day. Barry Switzer, man, uh, also Barry was there on that day. Barry was there at the press conference the other day. That dude is still uh, still the king. Still kicking. The the throne belongs to Bob down the road because – you know, it's just uh, they're part of the family. Lincoln Riley decided, you know, that he was didn't want to be part of the family anymore. So you know what? Good. See ya. Who else is the besides? Look, like Alex Grinch, he got caught up in the uh, in the uh, nuclear tornado that is the mule shoe weasel in this deal, right? I mean, Alex Grinch is he's got to make a decision. And USC is a pretty good landing spot, by the way. Oh, it absolutely but, is. But at the same time, I hear I, I haven't seen a lot of this, but a couple people dogging Alex Grinch too. 
they got to make a decision very quickly. On yeah, this they, yeah, they do. I mean, it's like, and hey, if, I'm going. Who's in? I don't blame Alex Grinch one bit. Now, the, you know, Lincoln Riley, the mule shoe weasel, absolutely the way he went about this. Uh, Dennis Simmons is a tech guy that says everything from back in the day, right? Where Simmons was at tech. He played. Was Simmons the guy who played with Sark, by the way? Simmons played with yeah, Sark at, at BYU. Wow. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. That whole uh, – I can't even speak anymore. I'm just – I need to go vent. I need All to go right, out. Well, let's go to a break then. Can I go yell at a cloud? Yeah, why, right. why don't you go and do that? It's only about 20 steps to the front door and getting outside, so I'll go yell at uh, a couple of them. All right, coming right back. Keep the texts coming. Thank you, Seth Wadley Auto Group in Paul's Valley. We appreciate you very much. It's Steelman and Thune awaiting a new coach at the University of Oklahoma. Come back with us here on The Ref. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. I swear I don't miss you at all it is the lincoln riley playlist as put together by parker thune here on this wednesday edition of steel man and thune here on the ref radio network the home of sooner fans thanks again to the seth wadley auto group in paul's valley for sponsorship of our second hour okay so let's say it's brent venables let's say that all right and uh, the offensive coordinator would be Jeff Lebby. Everybody wants to say Jeff Lebby. The thing with Jeff Lebby, the hang-up will be there's still a very significant contingent of the fan base that is not simpatico with Jeff Lebby because of the Tulsa incident. The Art Brile stench too is that what, you know, and the the spy situation. Well, that's what yeah, I'm, that's yeah, what I'm right, referring yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, right. So. I don't know. I, there, there's look. If you've been around Art Bryles, there's some uh, nuclear waste that's still radiating on you even right now, right? And Josie doesn't usually deal with that very well. Or I'm not saying that, but you know, Josie is very particular, obviously. So let's say it's not Jeff Levy. Who would be, who would be realistic? Was Tony Elliott, the Clemson guy, right? Still? Yeah, I don't know about that one. I just, their offense I, wasn't very thing, good this year. I I really, to be straight up with you, Steely, mm. if it's not Jeff Lebby and it's not Joe Brady, I can't give you an idea of who yeah. it might be because those yeah, are the and, only two names I've heard. And the only reason I throw Elliott out there is because of the Clemson connection. But yeah, I haven't heard that, and I don't think that would be. I don't know Clemson's uh, offense. I don't know if it was about the schemes as much as it was about Trevor Lawrence. And Travis Etienne and all the great receivers they had and the talent, which it always is to a certain extent. But, uh, you know, when you when you hear a lot about, you know, the great offensive minds out there, obviously you hear about Lincoln Riley and you hear about Blaine Kiffin and uh, guys like that. Uh, You never I mean, Tony Elliott was a big name out there for a while and still could be. I don't know. But yeah, Clemson had a down year. offense yeah. kind of. No, this year the defense was still really good, but the offense was anemic. The and offense spiraled in a big way. Yeah. And DJ turned out to be a big disappointment. And we kind of thought after the Georgia game, man, Georgia's just really good, but Clemson will bounce back. You know, they're going to be there in the end. No, they weren't even close. No. Not even close, bud. All right. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Seth Luttrell, OC. 
I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Maybe, I mean, especially given his OU ties, you know, if everything else falls through, sure, maybe bring South Latrell in, but he's not what I would call a top-flight candidate for that position right now. If there is another candidate out there, um, and and we're hearing Brent Venables, you know, Matt Rule's picking up steam also. Uh, <laughs> One of our listeners says the Panther fans are begging to get rid of Rule. He can't recruit. Tell me why this hire would be good again. <laughs> now, listen, I, I will say this. I will say this, and I will eat my words if I'm wrong. I don't think Matt Rule is your next OU head coach, but I have a ton of respect for Matt Rule as a football coach. Yeah. Because what that guy did in three years at Baylor, taking that team from utter, utter disarray, a 1-11 season in his first tenure there as he cleaned up the mess that Art Bryles left behind, yeah. to two years later in 2019, going 11-2 and in the regular season and coming a couple plays away, a couple plays against Oklahoma at that, Away from a berth in the college football playoff, that's something that yeah, he's very a good few coach. people I mean, there's in no that doubt. position could have done. Plus, he's very personable. His press conferences were great. I remember having to go, you know, get the sound from his press conferences. They were always really good. Couple uh, OC suggestions via the text line, Justin Fuente. Mm, I don't know. Maybe I mean Joe Moorhead, offensive coordinator at Oregon. Um, I don't think anybody's leaving Oregon. Yeah, I mean, Phil Mario Knight Cristobal's not going pockets. anywhere. Nobody no. else is going anywhere. Uh, Little Bryles, Kendall. Again, the stench. It's attached itself, like Jerry Seinfeld, the car. When the stench had attached itself to the vehicle. And I, I just think there's too much still on him. I don't know. I, I think he does a pretty good job. But, again, that's I just don't know. I think that name is so still has got some nuclear uh, reactor stuff still out there, even with Kendall. I mean, I don't know. I, I, that would be very interesting if that happened. I, I wouldn't see that happening, but I'm not saying he hasn't done a, a good job. But, again, I think from a PR standpoint, that's still kind of a tough sell. Kellen Moore, OC. Yeah, because he'd leave the Dallas Cowboys (laughs) for Oklahoma. Kellen Moore still looks 13 years old, too, doesn't he? Yeah, he does, but man, he can coach. He can coach. Yeah, but you know what, Boise State? Mm -mm. I'm just saying. Anybody with a Boise State tie is going to inevitably encounter some grief. Probably not. Okay, uh, so tonight, by the way, we have Florida and Oklahoma college basketball. Obviously, Florida 14th in the country. The Sooners are 6-1. and one. Uh, Their loss was to, hey, this is Utah State in uh, Myrtle Beach. One on the road at UCF over the weekend. Florida coming in 6-0. and oh. uh, They are honoring Lon Kruger. What a great dude. What a great coach. What a great Sooner Lon Kruger was. You think about all the stops he made. I, I can remember being there at press row seeing the battles between Lon Kruger at K-State and Billy Tubbs back in the day, back in the heyday of college basketball. And, uh, man, he had some great Kansas State teams. Obviously, Billy had some great teams. But uh, Sooners in action tonight, 7 o'clock over at the LNC. Uh, if I give you a percentage to put out there that the 
new football coach will also be introduced at the basketball game tonight. What percentage chance would you put at put that at? I'm squarely. I'm saying fifty fifty right now. Really? You're going to go up to like I said. Like I said, I've been told by some people it's happening. I don't have anything authoritative like inside OU. I'll say that much. Hmm. So again. I'm not reporting anything. I'm not confirming anything. I'm just saying it's out there that that's a possibility. And, again, a lot of that you're hearing buzz because it's the 23th anniversary of the hiring of Bob Stoops yep. as well on this date on December 1st uh, back in 1998. So, you know, the bottom line is Joe C. is, is not the kind of guy who's going to go that, you know what, it's the anniversary day. Let's get it done by today. I mean, he may have liked to have done that, but – you know, it's it's going to work out where he gets the guy he feels like obviously is the best fit, and if it doesn't happen, you know, but it's got to happen pretty quickly, right? And Josie was asking about that the other day, and they, they he said, you know, we're going to be very expedient, we're going to be very careful, but we got to get our guy. Do we have that soundbite we can actually play? This was Josie saying, yeah, he knows the timing is super important right now, but so is being smart about this. Based on the conversations I've had with our players, you know, yesterday, some today, uh, we're all three engaged in – Talking to uh, our our uh, commitments, recruits, the families, um, we understand the dynamics of a world that we haven't really seen much of, you know, since the world changed. Um, so, again, very proactive about all of that, and uh, we're moving as quickly as possible. And um, you know, this is we understand the the dynamics of it, and uh, we're using every means possible to be thorough and uh, you know understand. The most important thing is to find the right um, and great head coach, but we'll move with appropriate expediency. How much water uh, does the Titanic take on uh, every day in terms, if you consider that being the portal and the uh, decommitments and all of that stuff? I mean, is, is it breaking apart yet? Is the music playing on the deck? What stage are we at? Uh, I mean, I... I don't know, Mike. I really don't. Like, here's the thing. I think at this point in time, they're past the worst of it. I think you're going to have, obviously, a very severe initial kickback mm-hmm. from recruits, from players. I think once that initial kickback dies down, which is, I think, where we're at, then things cool off for a little while. You regain some stability. You have Bob Stoops and the staffers that remain out on the road recruiting. And then you name your next head coach as soon as possible, and everything kind of starts to take shape once again. So I think we're past the worst of it. But that said, I feel like I've said it a thousand times today, the sooner they get this thing done, yeah, the better off everyone is. Yeah, and uh, you know, just stability is what everybody wants to see right now. And uh, Joe Castiglione, like you just heard in the soundbite, he knows what's happening here, but... They want to get their guy, feel good about it, and they want to make sure they can get a guy who's uh, who they can believe in, obviously, and not some dude who's, you know, not trustworthy, as we come to find out about Lincoln Riley, obviously. Charlatan. What's another word? Charlatan? Turncoat. Turncoat. Yes. The last great turncoat was Benedict Arnold, actually the last infamous turncoat, maybe. Lincoln Riley is right there. More like Benedict Mule Shoe, am I right? That's right. 
All right, uh, the Cowboys winning their end. We'll talk about that. You know, Oklahoma State, even on the home of Sooner fans, has deserved a lot more respect this week because Mike Gundy's created a culture there. He's not lying to anybody. Now, he does some stupid things here and there, but he's not lying to anybody. And that's what I call culture. Lincoln Riley, out there on the West Coast, have fun in the smog and the traffic. Coming right back. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. I've got two tickets for paradise. Won't you pack your bags for me? Ah, there we go. Eddie on the money right there about this entire situation. Uh, Eric Bailey just put out a uh, story in the Tulsa World. Love Eric. Great reporter. Great dude. And uh, talked about uh, Robert Spears Jennings, Uh who is fully committed to Oklahoma. And I'll just read it verbatim. Uh, It says, Latrice Jennings, like any parent, wants to be the best for her children. So when meeting with Oklahoma cornerbacks coach Roy Manning during a Monday visit about her son, Robert Spears Jennings, she wanted to ask Manning's future with the Sooners following Lincoln Riley's move to USC. Quote, I told him we were big on relationships and transparency, transparency, Jennings said, and I even tried to sugarcoat it. And then I just caught myself and said, I can't sugarcoat it. She then directly asked Manning, quote, are you staying? The OU cornerbacks coach was joined by interim head coach Bob Stoops, recruiting coordinator Cale Gundy and analyst Chip Viney and trying to solidify the Broken Arrow Stars pledge to Oklahoma during a meeting on Monday. It was the first visit that Stoops made as head coach. Uh, interim coach, of course, and came just two and a half hours after his Monday news conference. After Manning met with Spears Jennings, quote, it was reported 247 Sports Greg Biggins reporting that USC recruit Damani Jackson was being called by new Trojans coach Lincoln Riley and quote that I've heard from Grinch too and also Roy Manning, who is the DB coach at OU. I've been texting back and forth with Coach Manning and looking forward to meeting with those guys in person. Jackson said that Manning let him know about his coaching record at Oklahoma and to quote, give them a chance and said they're about to do something special. That would mean that Manning was recruiting for two schools, which is an NCAA violation. Now, what do you – I mean, everybody saw this last night. Everybody jumped on this. What are you thinking on this whole thing? Yeah, I've heard conflicting reports. I've heard conflicting things from people with regard to how this all went down. I've heard – I've had people tell me this is all a misunderstanding. Roy Mm -hmm. Manning's all OU. Okay. Uh, The article kind of misrepresented the contact between Damani Jackson and Roy Manning, and Roy Manning was actually still trying to recruit Damani Jackson to Oklahoma. Now – On the other hand, you take a look at that tweet that was purportedly sent out by an acquaintance of Roy Manning welcoming him back to L.A. Right, yeah. Which was November 29th. Coach Grip, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. So that would have been Monday evening. And so, that again, that tweet was later deleted Mm -hmm. once everything hit the fan. But that kind of gives you the indication that there was at least, at the very least, there was something fishy about the whole ordeal. And If Bob Stoops has a double agent with him, what do you think he's going to do? Uh, he'll, he'll shank him. <laughs> oh, my god! He'll put a hit out. Bob has got to be so disappointed, angry. But you know what? The dude's focused, and he's doing whatever he can right now, which is so commendable for this guy, who's already a legend and has just become, uh, I don't know, can we give him super legend status? 
Let's build another statue. I, I'm all for it, man. You know, let's I'm... just let's just replace Heisman Park with statues of Bob Stoops. Mm-hmm. Did you think that Lincoln Riley was ever going to get a statue in Norman? Yeah, he would have had to win a national championship. <laughs> True. Um, I don't know. It's this this whole thing is just crazy. And man, I'm telling you, I think this is be almost beating you, Parker. Are you sure you're going to be able to do this three thirty thing? Because you look like you're on the ropes, and one more punch, you could be knocked out. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna press through. I'll uh, go home and drink some sweet tea or something, and. I feel the same way, man. I'm surviving on energy drinks right now. Totally surviving, which, of course, the inevitable crash is coming. Josie, if you're listening, please, please, just don't make us wait much longer. Please just get the announcement out there. Just have faith. Josie is going to do something pretty uh, Oh, he absolutely will. He absolutely will. He's the best athletic director in the country. There's no, there's no question in my mind that whatever the hire ends up being, and I never would have said this, three days ago, but Oklahoma will be better off without Lincoln Riley than they were with him. You know, I think in the long run, I think that's the case. I want to see some physicality and toughness come back to the program. I I realize you can't go Junction Boys, Bear Bryant anymore, obviously, or, you know, what Schnellenberger did, you know, uh, you can't do that, but you can still exude some toughness, and um, I don't know. A lot of people dogging on Benny Wiley, too. I mean, completely dogging this guy. Yeah, well, Happy to see him go. Yeah, well, I <laughs> I don't disagree. I think the Sooners are far better off without Benny Wiley than they were with him. The day that Jerry Schmidt left, I mean, I they're probably benching like 180 pounds over there, right? Something like that. Uh, Ethan Downs is probably stronger. <laughs> no, <laughs> Tell you what, you seen that boy? I'm just saying. He's on his own regimen. Yeah, no, but um, I look, and the other thing is you built this Speed D deal and finesse kind of program, even though Bill Biedenboe, I think, did a pretty good job, you know, trying to get his lineman as physically uh, imposing as he could, but uh, that was going to be a challenge moving to the SEC, too. Anyway, all right, uh, Riverwind Casino, ladies and gentlemen, as we get out of here, it's a great time to get over there for the holidays. All these great promotions. We have the $60,000 Rudolph's Riches promotion. Play with your wild card Monday and Tuesday. Get five times the entries for the drawings on Friday night. The $100,000 red carpet rollouts. That is a New Year's Eve drawing. Obviously, you can play, though, every Sunday and get five times the entries. And collect your share of $100,000 in cash bonus play on New Year's Eve at Riverwind. You also have the Holidays on Us promotion when your share of $40,000 and play with your wild card to get extra entries on Thursdays. All they're doing over at the one, Riverwind Casino, is giving away over $200,000 in cash bonus play prizes. And that doesn't include all the jackpots they'll be giving away during December over at Riverwind. All right, we got the rush up next. Everybody have a great Wednesday. We'll see you.